the Lord, nobody but Jesus did it, who did it for you. Praise the Lord. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Wells of Living Waters, bringing up ministries. I am your apostle, Apostle Don. I come to you to bring the good word of the Lord God Almighty. Is there anyone that have any prayer requests, praise reports, anything that you want to share or say, any dream interpretation, anything you just want to give God the praise for, now is the time. The floor is open. Good afternoon, everyone. I just want to thank God that I'm still here. Amen. Um, I was, I had a dream, and I was going to ask, does anyone know about the dream? But before I came on, that's why I was a little late. You know, God already showed it, told me what it was, but I'll share. Just in case I missed something. (laughs) Um, I dreamt last night that I was over a friend of mine, so the young lady the church I used to go to, I was at her house, and we were watching a movie. And when I was getting ready to leave, I had two little kids with me, which was a boy and a girl, and I didn't see who it was. But as we were getting ready to leave, the little girl ran down the driveway, and a car, a pickup, black pickup truck pulled up, and I was like, girl, what are you doing running down there? And the, when the truck pulled in the driveway, they grabbed her and pulled off. When they grabbed her and pulled off, I saw my daughter's face with this tiara. She's 33. But in the dream, she was a little girl, like about no more than four years old. So when I, and then I saw the word play. I remember saying the word play. I don't remember everything else. I remember going back into the house, uh, calling the police and everything, but I just kept seeing the word play. So I was like, wow. I said, I'm going to ask about that dream because right now I don't know. And then someone said, well, maybe you just need to, you know, tell everybody in your family, you know, to beware, be mindful, you know, with the little kids or whatever. And then I said, well, yeah, but I said, but then I look at dreams another way. And I said, maybe it could be for my daughter to ever, that the enemy is coming or has came to snatch up, you know, her joy, peace, and everything that's going on around her. But don't play with the enemy. So I called her before I got on. And when I called her, she said, wow, Mom. She said, stop right there because she was up here. She lives in North Carolina. So on her way to North Carolina, she said she was just crying and crying and she was just doing praise and worship the whole time going home. And as she was going home, all these songs kept coming that was, um, she said, God deliver me. You know, this is your season for grace. She said some song that that Kanye West have or something, I've never heard the song, but she was telling me about this song, you know, and all of this stuff. And, that. and, and the tears fell on my face. I was like, wow, God. And she was like, Ma, it seemed like I'm supposed to be the one who, you know, supposed to be strong and be there for the family, you know, for you and my brothers and, and all of this and everything. I said, well, you got to seek him first for his righteousness and everything else will fall into place. You have to ask God to order your footsteps and stop trying to do it yourself. 
you know, and I said, the enemy, she already going through a lot, you know, when she was stressed out or whatever. I said, the enemy, the enemy has came to play with your mind, but you have to be, speak those things be not as though they were. And I mean, we were just having church on the phone, you know, and everything. And I was like, she's married. You got to pray. You and your husband got to pray together. You got to pray for the family. Y'all got to, you know, continue to pray. And I was like, wow, God, that was like amazing how he orchestrated that, you know, for me to call her and to share that with her because it was like now she knew what she was, how she was feeling and dealing with on the way back home. So, you know, if anybody else has anything else to add to that dream that I should let her know or even for myself, you know, and it's like, you know, soon she take one step and get pull with something, push her back. But the main thing that God was telling me to tell her is to seek him. Seek him. She knows the word and stuff, but she has to seek him even more because this is not the time to throw in the towel. This ain't the time to be playing pity party with the enemy. This is not the time. So, so I just thank God that we had the opportunity to talk and share, but if anyone else has anything that you need, you know, want to add to it, I can share and you can let me know. Amen. It's important to bring your dreams, visions, because the Bible speaks that we have these things. And sometimes there are hidden messages within, and it could be for someone, not yourself, but it be for somebody that works in a building next to you. You know, it can be mm-hmm. members. Um, it can be a sign for the world, a sign for the mm-hmm. ministry. You know, it's important. So when you have dreams and your visions, by all means, share them, not just for your interpretation, but also to help those that have those spiritual giftings that can interpret. So is there anyone yeah. online that has anything they would like to share or say to Prophet Jackie? God spoke to anyone. This prophet's Beverly. Mm-hmm. You know that's God did with me about interpretation. Um, for what I'm seeing, you dreamed that she was. Uh, she's a grown woman, but you dreamed that, or your vision was that somebody snatched her up as a little girl. Mm-hmm. Correct. Mm-hmm. Mhm. Yeah. She's a new babe in Christ, correct? Well, no. My daughter's been she no more than me, believe it or not, but she don't walk in it. You know, that's why I said this is not the time to play with the enemy. You know what's inside okay. of you. So she's not walking in her car or walking in the face, so she's still considered to be a new babe because she has not grown. Because if you're not active and walking in your faith, then there's no growth. So she's still considered to be a young Christian. And so what's happening is she has become aware of her growth, of, of, her, of her call as being a Christian, and she's now gotten back on board. Where the enemy is trying to come in and snatch up what's new 
what's what's fresh um where she's at so she's in a battle not a battle who she is she know who she is it's a battle of 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 snatching um what she you you know snatching back or or taking from her um the joy the peace um that that she has in Christ, if if it's making sense. Mm-hmm. So what I'm where, saying is that where she at in Christ right now, there's a battle going on, and the enemy is trying to snatch it up. It's trying mm-hmm. to take it away. Amen. Mm-hmm. So, um, but she's gonna be okay. Um, oh yeah. God is giving God allowed God's allowed you to see and by you being a prophet, not just being called a prophet, not just being ordained a prophet, but God has birthed you out as being who He birthed you to be and anoint you to be. That's who you are, that's who you was born to be, a prophet. So God is showing you the battle. As prophets, God show us battles of other people. So we can, let me say this, prophets are into, okay, all, uh, I, mean, I want to get this right. All, all prophets, all prophets are intercessors, but not all intercessors are prophets. All prophets are intercessors. But not all intercessors are prophets. So if you're a prophet, God have you to intercede, and he shows you um, battles of other people so you can intercede. So God is showing you that vision spiritually in the spirit. Well, he gives it to you in the physical form, um, but it's a spiritual battle. And God's showing it to you so you can cover her. Amen. You know, um, not just her. Um, I think some of you might have heard me say, you know, God is doing something with my children and everything. And even, you know, my one of my sons who, you know, who got his own place. He had it for a year now. He got he working, got a job, and uh, bought a car and everything. He just paid like fifteen hundred to get his car fixed. Less than a day, he got a, another car hit him. And it was like, Mom, what is in it? And I'm looking at the whole thing. It's like, wow, the enemy is really trying, you know, with my family. But like that song said, this means war. Oh, you can't have my family, you know, and I keep encouraging them with the word. You can't have my finance. You can't have my health. You can't have my joy. You can't have none of those things. Even if you stole it, even if I gave it away, I'm taking it all back, even for my children, even for my children's children, those generational curses you had. That song, it says, Satan, we're going to tear your kingdom down. You've been building your kingdom all over the land. Satan, I'm going to tear your kingdom down. What I mean by that, I'm going to tear down them strongholds. I'm going to tear down those generational curses because the word said, I have the power that I can do that. 
And when I look at things, I'll be like, wow, are you really trying now with my children? Yes. <laughs> when God showed them who they were in him to me? Yes. He's saying to me, well, who do you think you are to get up at 4 in the morning and walk around your house and pray for your children and your grandchildren? <laughs> I am that I am that God said that who I am. So now he's picking with them all. <laughs> so now you're in a spiritual warfare. You're in a spiritual battle. So, you know, just, just uh, don't throw in the towel. <laughs> oh, just duck and die. <laughs> just duck and dive and stay and make sure you got this endurance power. You know what I'm saying? Don't go pet. Just go ahead and don't don't just stop at the third. Don't just stop at the third round. Just keep moving. So hey, the knockout it may be at the tenth round. So keep it moving. Exactly. <laughs> it's not the time. I'm in a spiritual battle too for my child. So hey. Ooh, the enemy's really trying to take him out, but that's okay. He can't have him. Not. And, so, and that's what we have to do. Even though sometimes, you know, I used to get a little upset because some of them do dumb things and everything. I'd be like, okay, God, they're just filling up their story because you about to. But I always tell them, you don't want God to sit you down. But sometimes God has to sit some people down to realize who he is. And I'm okay with that. But the enemy don't know who their mama is. <laughs> you know, but I'm going to keep on fighting, like you said. I'm going to keep on pushing. I'm going to keep on until I see the manifestation. And then when I see the manifestation, I'm still going to keep on keeping on. Even though the storm might pass, you still you still put on your armor. Because once one storm ends, trust me, another storm is coming. And a storm don't last always. So don't feel like as if you're going through a storm. Oh, it's going it's going to end, but soon as one end, another one is coming. And you can't fight one storm with the same thing that you did with the other storm. You can't go in a snowstorm like you go in a rainstorm because just mm-hmm. the umbrella ain't going to work in a snowstorm. Sometimes you got to put the whole arm on, the gloves, the hats, the earmuffs, the boots, all of it. But, amen, thank you. Amen. But you know what, uh, Prophetess Jackie, (laughs) you know, we were talking this morning about throwing in the towel and and the ring, you know, and being in the uh, battle with it as a a boxer and stuff. And um, I'm sitting here, um, I'm I'm sitting here when when you're talking about, you know, um, being in the spiritual warfare you know, what came to my mind just a few minutes, and not just the boxing or the martial arts, it's wrestling too. So, you know, um, sometimes you have in wrestling, um, you have like two men tag, they call them tag team, you know what I'm saying? And so when the, when the other wrestler seems like he can't get it or he's not winning the battle, he'll tag, he'll go over there, he'll get himself over to the corner and tag his team, tag tag, tag his partner to come in and help him yeah. out. So I'm saying that to say you, any time that you feel like that you're too tired, you just tag on somebody and call somebody okay, to do this tag team thing. Somebody can continue to help you out you know, in the spiritual warfare and the spiritual battle. Amen. 
That's what they do in wrestling. They tag each other. That's they tag you know that tag team in the wrestling. You know what I'm saying? I'm sitting here thinking about that. You know because sometimes in in the ring you do get tied. You know, and in the ring, it do seem like don't throw in the towel now. But you got to, you do, you have a man on over in the corner, you know, that you listen to. And you also have, in, in wrestling, you also have your teammate. You got a, you got a partner that you can make your way over there to the corner and tag him, you know, and tag the hand so he can come on in and help you out. Praise the Lord. Is there anyone else? Has anything to share or say? You know, I made a very clear and valid point as we were on service earlier this morning about not throwing in the towel because God is looking for those that can endure to the end. And I did praise and worship on a smooth tone today because I didn't want you to get too worked up because see the enemy waits until we worked up we hyped up we done hug and work we done cry you know we straighten back up we take another break we you know crying again but you gotta take that sideline break so you can give yourself a prayer talk to that. You can endure. You're more than ever. You can make it through. And when you have vision and dreams, sometimes your vision and dreams may not be But pay attention to your dreams. Is there anyone else? Shadama, you want to say something? Yes. The floor is over there. No, I didn't say anything about them. Oh, okay. Does anyone else have anything else to share? A dream interpreted or questions? All right. Praise the Lord. Um, Pastor Blue, if you can pray us in. All hearts and minds clear. Uh, Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we just thank you for this day, Lord. We just thank you for showing yourself high and mighty in our lives and doing everything that you're doing in our lives, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for waking us up this morning and starting us on your way. We thank you, Lord, that our feet was able to hit the floor and we have the activity of all our limbs. We're able to talk and see and be in our right mind, Lord, in the name of Jesus, and be in, and we have the activity of all of our limbs, Lord. We're, we're able to talk and able to get on this line and and um, fellowship with one another, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for the the mighty women of God on this line that are able to interpret dreams. And we pray, Lord, that if it's anyone else that have a dream that they 
need help with understanding, Lord. We pray that they will speak up and and um, tell us their dreams, Lord. You said in all thy ways get understanding, Lord. And we just thank you, Lord, for the word that's going to come forth on today, Lord. And we pray that it will meet everyone at their point in need. We pray, Lord, in the name of Jesus, that no one will leave off this line the way that they came in. They will leave with something. They will leave with your spirit in in their hearts more stronger in the name of Jesus. And we just love you, Lord, and we praise your name. We give your name glory, honor, and praise in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, and amen. Praise Lord. Well, there's no one else that has anything to share or say. I want to move on. Um, with our word um, today, God didn't really give me a topic or anything. Um, the spirit, my spirit keeps ringing the song that I played earlier by Tamala Man, which is Conqueror. That's what I heard in this song. So, I want to remind you about being more than a conqueror. Because we could conquer anything. But did you achieve something during your conquering? Because we can overconquer and overpower someone in conversation. You know, I can be the loudest, and that, that can make them just be quiet. Because they realize. When we out here, we look at people and we're like, there's no way in the world you do that type of work. Well, there's no way in the world, you know, you really, truly, honestly feel like that. But we don't know what a person can feel like, what a person is saying. No. So, when you think about conquering, thinking about being a conqueror, you know, a lot of times before we even endure those years, we have to do a, we have to begin to take off some things that we put on. Because when we become a conqueror, we begin to put on robes, crowns, headpieces. We begin to have idols out of our children. Even football, basketball, you know, all types of sports, you know, they have uh, goals that they want to achieve and conquer. You know, they have teams and rivals that they want to conquer. And I'm coming from the book of James. James chapter 1. 
It says, James, a servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ, to the twelve tribes which are scattered abroad, greetings. My brethren, count it all joy when ye fall into diverse temptations. Come in, come in, look. Come in, come look right here, Michael. Lazy! That is rude. James 1 says, a servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ to the twelve tribes which are scattered abroad, greetings. My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptation. You know what? Let me stop right here. Let me address this. Y'all know how sensitive I am in the spirit about things. When you get on a line, a call, when you're going to service, in services by any means, Please have a focused mind. Please Amen. Mind. Don't get online when you have a lot going on in your background. Anything can happen. Your phone can come off mute. And see, this is why I said about being a conqueror. We can conquer many things on many different levels. But we have not yet arrived to that highest peak that all things within us are tied up, are put well together. We get online and we don't have a mindset to even be focused on being online. We get online and you have cooking on your mind, you have your man on your mind. Come on now. These other diverse of things on your mind. This is not something that we do once a month. Once a week we do it. But it's on a consecutive, consistent basis. Respecting the Holy Spirit and disrespecting the Holy Spirit are two different things. And when you get or you come to the presence of the Holy Spirit and you're not focused on what's going on in the atmosphere, yes, you may get on. And you're not in the mood or you're going through, that's something different. Because what you're going through or what's trying to conquer you, huh? you've come to the right place. 
You've come for your healing. You've come to be broken loose out of the, the bondage or the jail that you're in. But when you purposely come knowing I'm really not going to be focused, you've opened up another door for any and everything to come in our atmosphere that's already set for the true living God. Now, we must protect our atmosphere. We must know how to protect our atmosphere. We must remember why God sent us where he sends us. Why does he place us where he placed us. Some people aren't focused. And God is showing us and telling us in so many different ways we need to prepare and we need to get focused. I didn't do all the hippity hop and rah rah this morning with worship. The atmosphere had already been set in charge for us to come in and do what we must and will. Because God knows what you need. We need to come humble. We need to become humble if you're not humble. You need to allow your humility to fall, that you may go through to understand what humility is all about, what is being humble all about. Because when you come to the, the throne of grace of God, you shouldn't have all this extra stuff coming before the Lord. Amen? And I'm not pinpointing this to just one or any body. But we got to know who God is in our lives and how to keep him in the presence of us at all times and keep him reverent because when we say that we are more than a conqueror, we're not conquering these things on our own terms. We're conquering them with the love of Christ with us. And with that being said, we must give God 
the glory, the praise, and the honor at all times. That nothing shall befall thee. Nothing shall take us away from the love of God. Nothing. Nothing at all. No matter what you're facing, what you're going through. We always, always should have the respect for the Holy Spirit and the atmosphere that we enter into. Because you're robbing other people of what the angels have begun to work for them, what God has allowed. And God knows how many demons he slayed or holding back for us to have a charged atmosphere that we won't continue to say, I want to kill myself that we won't continue to say, I'm throwing in a towel, so that we won't continue to say, I'm going to wrap this towel around my throat. I'm going to squeeze it as hard as I can until I pass out because I don't want to feel nothing. I want to be numb. I don't want to live into this world any longer. I don't want to look into the world. I don't want to peer to the world. I don't want the world to see me. I just don't want nothing. You and your attitude, you and your carelessness can do this to a simple person that's already carrying the weight of death, the weight of the wages and things of sin, unforgiveness, self-esteem, stress, depression, anxiety, um, confusion, conflict. All these things that they're already carrying upon them. They may be the main foundation of their family, the main foundation on the job. The job will fall apart or the job will lose its ranking. If that main person, praise the Lord, welcome. If that main person were to leave, the job, the atmosphere shifts. Not just but when you leave out, if you like, we say bad energy, bad vibes. You know, their spirit was not right. When you have a person to come in, you see them one way when they come into the atmosphere. But by the time God really comes in and allows his train to fill the temple, you may see them leave out a whole nother person. Their skin has become lighter. You begin to see the glow upon them. You have to know how to shift and change with the with the charge of the spirit and the atmosphere. The only way you can do that shifting and changing 
Now, I don't know how to drive a stick, but I do know you got to shift them gears, and you have to use both of your feet and both of your hands. But you also have to know the timing to begin to shift. Because the mechanism that they use to shift the gears is called a clutch. Now, if you got demonic forces and demons all around you, all in the atmosphere, you don't know the name of them, you don't know how they operate, you don't know what to do, you're going to be lost. You're not going to know the first step of demonology one-on-one identifying what's trying to conquer you. Identifying what's in the atmosphere, what's coming, who's there, who sent it, where did it come from? Did someone bring it in? Did it lurk in by itself? Which is impossible because we already know that The enemy can't do nothing without the permission of God. So what doorway, gateway, did you leave open or did you come in through and brought it in with you? Which way you want to go? James 1 and 1 says, James, a servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ to the twelve tribes, which are scattered abroad, greeting. My brethren, count it all joy when ye fall into diverse temptations, knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. But I... I mean, but let patience have her perfect work, that ye may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God, that giveth to all men liberally, and upbraideth not. And it shall be given him. But let him ask in faith, nothing wavering. For he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea, driven with the wind and tossed. For let not the man think that he shall receive any of the Lord, anything of the Lord. A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Let the brother of low degree rejoice in that he is exalted. Now, do you see how something unnaturally planned happened on the line? A small distraction, but it still fits in with with the word of God.
Does anyone agree? Is everybody off the line? Amen. Amen. We ain't used to no quiet Sundays, so let's open up our mouths because we already know when the blessings go up, the praise the blessings come down. And I know some of you are waiting in line. Yes, Lord. With things that are not even planned. Like I said, I don't have a word for you. The only way the word is going to come out of my belly, if it's not naturally planted in there by God, you have to work with it by faith. You have to pull on me by faith to know that God is going to work or say something Come on. through me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Amen. That you may receive what you need. Mm-hmm. You're the talking good, Apostle. Knowing this, that the trying of your faith work is patient. I tell you all, don't pray for patience because you're going to get tried. Come on now. You don't know when that trying is going to stop. Amen. It's better to just practice patience. That's why I say don't get on these calls and lines. You hear about uh, woman of elevation, Elohim, um, heal without scars, uh, this this platform, Wells of Living Water, Springing Up Ministries. Don't get on these people's calls and your mindset is not there to pull on their anointing to let mm. them know you're not crazy woman or man of God. I know you hear from God. I know he gave you this message. You study oh, yeah. in or out. You pray. Yeah. You fast it. Whatever you've done for me. Because I was not in the position to conquer that. I keep saying mm. conqueror. And I'm going to play it again before we get off this line because you need to know you are more than a conqueror. Conqueror. Oh, you more than a conqueror. I'm more than a conqueror to Jesus Christ that strengthens me. But you don't understand what conquering is. You think, oh, you step over a little pedal. Oh, you you stepped over a little pebble. Oh, I I made it around the the, the little puddle of water, but you didn't go as if the word just said. Mm. But let patience have her perfect work. Yes, may be perfect and entire. Wanting nothing. So if you have patience, patience is a perfect work. That means there's no blemish. There's nothing missing. There's nothing that needs to be added. When God comes and gives you a word out of the mouth of the prophet or one who has a gift to prophesy, One that's just simply a messenger that we kill all the time. The church has closed the mouth of the prophet. Now we are in a distressed time 
everybody's trying to figure out what religion is right, wrong, what is the right way, this, that, and the third. I want the prophet. Where's the prophet? But because of seniority, who looks the biggest? Who looks the toughest and strongest? Who can preach the deepest? And you don't understand nothing they preach. But it was deep. All oh, they was deep today. They came with the power of God. And, and they had the Ruach breath just like God today. You don't even know what the Ruach is. Can we go to the basics? Because God is simple, easy, and free. Say that again. God Let the people in the back hear you. Easy and free. God is not complex. Go to the church's anchor page and listen to our commercial. It will tell you God is not complex. And he's not put in a box either. Verse 5 of James 1 says, If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that giveth to all men liberally, and upbraideth not, and it shall be given him. But let him ask in faith, nothing wavering. So that means, Welcome, Holy Spirit. You cannot come to the prophet. You cannot come to the leader that God has placed in your life and say, woman or man of God, can you pray for me? Because I need a home to live in. But I don't think I'm going to be able to move in anywhere. I, I may just have to stick where I'm at for now. But can you pray for me? That's number one. That's not wisdom. Number two, don't come and try to have somebody be in a pity party agreement with you. When you don't have the confidence in yourself that it's going to come through, or in God, because it just says in verse 5, if you're lacking in wisdom, you ask God. And that God giveth to all men liberally. That means God ain't charging you. He's giving it out liberally. He's giving it out freely. He wants you to have this wisdom and upbraid it not. And it shall be given him. But if but let him act in faith, not wavering. So you're asking for wisdom. You're asking for a move of God. But in your mind and in your heart, that's coming out of your mouth, none of the three add up. What's on your mind is different. What's in your heart is different. And what came out of your mouth was completely different from what's on your mind and on your heart. 
That's unstable. That means for he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea driven with the wind and tossed. You don't have stable ground. You can be stable in water. Uh oh. Y'all not going to agree with me on that one. You can be stable in water. Mm. You can be stable as the seas and the winds are tossing and, and blowing. Mm. Does anybody believe that? Do anyone mm. believe that? Mm. Amen. Amen. Be stable in water. Now you said, well, in water, well, what kind of water? Are you talking mm-hmm. about bathtub water? Are you talking about the pool water? You know, they got the pools that got waves in it. Then they have the sea or ocean water, the river water. Water is water. Mm-hmm. Water is water. But you have water that has been chemically treated, and you have water that's of this natural source. Mm-hmm. Either or, you can still be stable in water. Now, you just can't be in water too long because mm-hmm. it begins to dehydrate the body. <laughs> it begins to wither the body. Mm-hmm. But you can be stable in water. Because mm. if you're in the bathtub, either you're going to be standing or sitting. One of the two. Is it possible to drown? It's possible to drown. In a bathtub, it's possible. But then has to be a second party with that. Because, see, we're not talking about no babies. Mm-hmm. Babies can't decipher any of this on this level. So that y'all can get that out your mind. We ain't talking about no babies. We're talking about the adults, grown people. Those that know how to fall into diverse temptations. Those that know how to pull it on the face of a person when you want to get a word. A child is not that well far advanced in thinking in the body of Christ. Now, your children try you at home. Oh, well, Mama, can I go outside? You know, um, because such and such out there by themselves. Well, what does that have to do with you? See, that's that mind game 
that your children play on you and you let them do it because you're not far-fetched and well-advanced. You seek wisdom of God on how to raise your children the correct way so they play games on you. And therefore you think it's not really stable to keep my baby in the tub when they were born in water. They were born out of water. How do you think your child survived within your world? What was only a little bit of water? What? Ma'am, put your baby in water. It's okay. We all have a mechanism that God has given us to be conquerors. If you come and you feel that you are being smothered or you're drowning, the first thing they tell you, don't panic. Because when you panic, your adrenaline is raising and you're not consciously thinking on how do I stop myself from going under. You can be stable in water. If you're in the ocean, God gives you a boat. He gives you a float. He gives you uh, different vessels that are able to float upon the water. He was even in the boat and was stable. But because you feeling the turbulation, you feeling the hits and the blows, you're feeling like I'm not stable. How are you not stable? You're not in the water going under. You're not wet. You're still dry. In your bed laying down just as Jesus was in the bottom of the boat sleep. It didn't bother him because he was stable. What got you is your mental. Your mind was not stable. Your body physically stable because you're inside of the boat, because you're in the ocean, you're in the sea. But your mind has far-fetched moved outside of your body to think we're in danger. We are not going to conquer this. It's going to conquer us. And you're thinking because another person was on the boat with you caused all of this turmoil. Because when they got off the boat or when they opened their mouth, all the stuff stopped. No. No. That, they didn't have nothing to do with the blows and the hits and the turbulation that was going on in your life. They don't know you. They don't know you. So how can we shake this? How can we move from this? How do we stop the hits and the blows? But we're in the boat. What did Jesus do? Anybody? What did Jesus do when they went down to wake him up? He didn't do anything. Not at the moment he didn't. So 
What happened after they woke God up? They he took his time. They telling him what's going on. We love to run and tell. Girl, let me tell you what done happened. And who did that? And you know they robbed that. And how they took my money. Let me say. But first of all, did you stop to analyze anything before you went on to go and tell something? You didn't close the doors so no enemies, no none of his imps of Satan, uh, his bribery and tribery. With their wicked schemes, you didn't close no doors. You just left the door open for them to come on in with with more. Because now you don't went and told another vessel that's in this same water that you in. <laughs> but they don't have the capacity of a boat that you have. They got one of them little. They they literally sitting in the water, hanging on a doohickey. That's marking the territory of, you know, how many feet and inches the water is. That's what they hanging on. They're already in the water. So they're like, I don't care. I ain't got nothing to lose. This is all I got. It is what it is. But you're looking at them like they can help you conquer What's trying to conquer you? And you telling them, and I'm like, well, girl, you know you shouldn't have did that, and you shouldn't have told them to go, and then, 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 then. Why go to the gossiper versus going to the one that can just cease it all? As the word of God says, verse 7. For let not the man think that he shall receive anything of the Lord. A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Let the brethren of low degree rejoice in that he is exalted. But the rich in that he is made low because as the flower of the grass he shall pass away. For the sun is no scorner risen with a burning heat, but it withereth the grass, and the flower thereof falleth, and the grass of the fashion of it perisheth. So also shall the rich man fade away in his ways. Blessed is the man that endureth. What it say? Y'all missing this thing. Do you got your Bibles in front of you? It says, blessed is the man that endureth the temptation. For when he is tried, he shall receive the crown of life, which the Lord hath promised to them that love him. Make, am I making sense? Are you understanding? Yes, you sure is. You are. Is anybody grasping this thing here? 
because yep, this man. is what we need in order to live in the body of Christ and be effective living our natural lives. You can't be double-minded. You can't have one thing in your mind, one thing on your heart, and one thing come out of your mouth. That's three different levels of things that does not work together. You're working against your own self. But you're trying to conquer what's trying to conquer you. But you don't have the proper tools. You're not in a proper standing. You don't even understand that first you need to have wisdom. First, you need to know that you should have faith and patience. And then make sure you have wisdom. And make sure with your wisdom and with your faith that you know that God is going to give you whatever you ask of him. Without no wavering, meaning no doubting that it can be done. This is why you come into the atmosphere with expectation that God will do. No matter how great or how small, how long, how short, whatever your dilemma, your problem, your dream, your circumstances, what just arose this morning before you got online, before you decided what you were going to do, your time have changed, locations have changed, it's okay. Learn how to roll with those waves in that sea. You can be stable in water. Do you believe now that God has broken this thing down that you can be you made everything work? Nah, let's be real here. Huh? Rude. Somebody want to say something? Anybody have anything to say you want to add? You have any questions? So let's go on down to verse 12 about being able to endure. Blessed is the man that endureth temptation. For when he is tried, he shall receive the crown of life, which the Lord has promised to them that love him. Let no man say when he is tempted, I am tempted of God. For God cannot be tempted with evil, neither tempted he any man. But every man is tempted when he is drawn away from his own lust and enticed. Then when lust hath conceived, it bringeth forth sin, and sin, when it is 
finished bringing forth death. Do not err, my beloved brethren. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and cometh down from the Father of light, with whom is no variableness, neither shadow or turning. Of his own will beget he us with the word of truth, that we should be a kind of first fruits of his create of his creature. So as we're conquering some things you have to endure. You have to endure that you are able to receive the gift of conquering, being a conqueror, being able to light up your shadow area because you endured the fight. You endured, you didn't argue back with them. You didn't take them back this time. You didn't say, oh, well, I just give up. I'm not going to put up the fight no more. I'm tired of fighting. You endured. You stood on what you knew to be that perfect patient, that perfect work called patience, and the entirety of it. You allow God to bless you for not wavering because your faith made you hold and well. Your mindset was on one mind, not on two and three different thoughts. But your mindset was in a perfect pattern to be at peace with itself. Even when you were tempted, even if you fell short, God is a God of second chances. I don't know, you got a lot of background going on. Please mute yourself out. We are on recording. You have people that have been tempted and they didn't pass. That doesn't mean that you didn't get a second chance. God is a God of second chances. But we have to know what being tempted is. It's a figure of our own lust, of what we want. We don't really have to be tempted. We can just look at something. You think the adversary comes to tempt you, but that's not what the word says. The word says, let no man say when he is tempted, I am tempted of God. For God cannot be tempted with evil, neither tempteth neither tempteth he any man. But every man is tempted when he is drawn away of his own lust 
and enticed. So it is you yourself that puts yourself in temptation. It's not the enemy. But that's truly what thus saith the Lord. Now you're seeking after God. You want God to do something tremendous in your life. You want to know what all this hoopla and hype is about. And it's about Christmas, Thanksgiving, we have to understand how to deal and handle these things. We cannot just continuously to sweep stuff up under the rug. And think, oh, it will dissolve. It'll go away. No. What it does is, there's a library on it. Things get into the way with your tipping and your lusting. It clouds your thinking, your mind, and that's all you can think about. You forget all about the other things you're supposed to do. But until you deal with that spirit of lust, oh, that's a stronghold. Lust is a stronghold. And we need to break that curse off of our family, off of your own self. Your children, your husband, the atmosphere, the grandchildren. And you will see a difference in your lifestyle. I've seen a difference in my lifestyle. And I begin to realize that no. You're not paying attention. Oh, I like this. He bring me flowers. I you know, he gave me flowers, and he told me he's going to come and pick me up, and he's going to do this and that, and all that stuff makes you feel like a wonderful woman. Oh, you beautiful. You this, you that. But when he comes, you're not even allowing him to be a man. He comes. You didn't even allow him. You didn't have him come and open your door for you. You didn't have him come hold your hand, hold you by the waist, and walk you down the sidewalk. While he went to go park the car, you just standing there with your arms folded, like, yeah, that's what I was supposed to be.
But because you want things to be fulfilled the way you want them, you're looking at it in a lustful way versus things coming in a spiritual way of love. Oh, you walking up to the door, opening the door yourself. Huh, I can let myself in. Ain't nothing wrong with me, but your pride is in the way. You're not humble. Humility has made you look ugly. But you're not realizing these things. I'm just telling you about your temptations and the lustful things that we do and we mix them up in life and not even realizing, well, why can't I conquer this? I'm more than a conqueror. Why am I still messing up? Why is this not in the way where it should be? Because God does things in what? Decency and in order. We have to get in order, saints. Daughter and sons of Zion, we need to get in order. We need to align ourselves back in the kingdom of God that we may see the signs, wonders, and miracles of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Hey! Oh, blessed God. Blessed be the name of the Lord God Almighty. Hallelujah, God. I thank you. Oh, Lord, I thank you for your word, God, that it may have fallen on some good ears, Lord God, that they may hear you and see you clearly, Lord. And if they haven't fallen, I pray, however. That whatever they may be facing, God, oh, send them in God. Hallelujah, God. Heal the sick, sick soul. Heal them more. Heal the wounded and the broken hearted, oh, God. Yes, Lord. Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord, God, our Oh, Jesus, I hear the song. I'm more, I'm more than a conqueror. You all need to, Amen. You all need to know that you are more. You are more than a conqueror. Don't throw in the towel. Keep your head above water and let God be God in your life. Don't let these people ruin and run the way that you are supposed to be living for God. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth on him, they shall not perish, but they shall have everlasting life. This is your apostle, apostle God. And I'm telling you today, get it together. Don't throw in the towel. This is not your time or your place 
to give up. There's no room for suicide here. There's no room for giving up here. You may feel the turbulation as you're standing in that water, or you might feel the winds blow upon you as you're standing on that solid rock of ground. But I tell you today, there is peace with Jesus. And all that you can ever think of act for, you can find it. Right here with This is our song for today. We are more than Amen.
Amen. Did you all get that message today? It's not a subliminal message. It ain't hidden. It ain't trying to poke your eyes out. It ain't trying to take your money. It ain't trying to spend your money for your bills. It's just what it says. And what is the word of the day? I'm more than a conqueror. This is not just for this day, but every day that you wake up. Because there are always obstacles that's going to come our way that we have to conquer. Things that you will know of and things that you will not be well made known of until it hits you. But now is not the time to throw in the towel. God is working and moving on your behalf. Give Jesus some time. Give Jesus some of your time. Does anyone Amen. have anything to say or share? You 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 want to come behind of what the word of God has said. Has God spoken to you? The floor is open. Yes, ma'am. This is Prophetess Beverly. Amen. Just have a word. Um, if you don't mind me sharing it. Um, God says, stop throwing your jewels away. Um, he's showing me a rubble. He's showing me some rubble. And in the rubble, some jewels. And he's telling us, what we think is trash is not trash. Stop throwing your jewels away. Look again into the rubble before you throw it away. Look again before you throw your jewels away because we're throwing jewels away. What we think is trash is not trash. God says it's not trash, it's jewels. Amen. Amen. Anyone else? Any questions, anything? You know, whatever is on your mind. Feel free to ask. You know, I can't, like I just said, I can't prophesy. I can't give you anything else. Unless you activate in faith and put on me, my anointing, that God will flow. If this is a word for you, if this is what you need to hear, that's all fine and well. I'm not to pinpoint anything. I'm just here to put you in the direction of the Lord. 
that you would look towards him and not towards man. Man is only a temporary fix, and sometimes they can't even fix it. So be mindful and careful of who you're sharing your dilemmas with that you're going through because they are in the same ocean, river, or seaside as you, but except they're deeper in. They don't have a vessel of covering such as yourself. So their level of expectancy will be very low because sometimes when you take people out of their environment and you put them into another environment and they, you ask them, okay, can you win me a pan of chicken? By the time they walk away from you, and they go in the kitchen, they see all these different pans with all this food in them. No fall, they come back with the green beans. You say, but I thought I asked you for the pan of chicken. They're going to say, oh, child, please. I forgot what you said when y'all went in there. So I just grabbed you anything. But see, that's how it is when people are listening to us, but their heart is not really there. Huh? That's how it is when you come online and you're not really there. You go in the kitchen, you got all these different pans of distraction, luna for you don't have labels on them, they don't know which is which, and, you know, you go and grab the, the the pan of string beans. Then you got all these different cups on the counter. Some people got smart and start bringing their own cups. But everybody up there pick up because it's my cup. Uh, we, we went there. Oh, so I guess it'll kill the germs that's on it. No. No, it's not going to conquer that thing that you're trying to conquer, it's going to overconquer you because you don't know if that pan of string beans has things in it that I'm not able to eat because I asked for the pan of chicken. What I know that I can eat, just like the cups, the cups laid around, I don't know what's in your saliva that can harm me, such as herpes, complex, you got the one, two, and complex A and B. You know, you don't understand how deep this thing goes when you're talking about conquering and being a conqueror. This is an everyday, all-day walk. You can't turn this on and off. You got to be in it all the time. How do you think you get sadder? In the Lord, when he starts talking about the fat of the calf, being circumcised, having to get that fat cut off for you. You got to know how to circumcise that heart. Get all that uh, fat and oil from around that heart. 
that you build up because you want to eat nothing but fried food all day, every day. You don't want to eat any vegetables to clean out your system. But you know people can smell you. They can smell what you do. And first thing come out your mouth, they can't smell me. Well, who's the first person that's going to smell you? Anybody care to answer that one? Right. <laughs> you scratching your head, you trying to sniff and hold your head down at the same time. Well, do anybody smell me? Yeah, you smell you first. This is a lifestyle that we are to live every day. Mm-hmm. Well, nobody have anything else to say or share? We can close on out, giving God the praise, the glory, and the honor. I thank Him for the word that has come forth today. I pray that this has fallen on some good ears and good ground and soil, that it may lift you up and carry you throughout your week. I pray that the Lord's name will be lifted up in the highest. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray. Amen, amen, and amen. 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 Amen.